2: straight up 7.30 on the Mike Calthus Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727 1025 or 800 1025 Greg Fitzsimmons will be here in the uh, 8 o'clock hour. He is going to be at Sidesplitters this weekend. Greg is a longtime friend of the show and uh, was one of the comedians that was here on the roast. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, one of the first people ever to involve my grandmother's butthole into anything. <laughs> a <laughs> highlight of the roast. definitely a, a highlight of like. Like, the guy who has to go last is always like, whatever, it's just, I'll be last, nobody cares, and Greg Fitzsimmons just hit it out of the park.
3: Yeah, because normally, people who have to go last are just crossing off jokes as other people make (laughs) them.
2: (laughs) Pretty much. More fat jokes, ball jokes, (laughs) unsuccessful (laughs) jokes, so. Uh, Yesterday, for those of you who don't know, uh, we received some awful, horrible news, and uh, I don't want to make your day uh, awful, but uh, I feel that we owe it to pass it on to you. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how uh, we found out Dinah uh, was suffering from cancer. She had an aggressive stage four cancer, and uh, we found out yesterday that she passed away. I don't, how did you find out, Galvin?
3: Uh, I saw it online, actually. X-Pac had retweeted a thing. Uh, By the way, Dinah, who used to work with the show, a lot of people,
2: you know, because it's been years, uh,
3: because I saw whenever uh, you posted and I posted, and we think of it, you know, we know Dinah, and we know that she's been here for so long, or was here for so long, but it has been a long time since she's been here, but she was uh, part of the show for a long time.
2: Yeah, I mean, she really, she, I credit her as much as I do uh, with uh, Galvin, and Uh, john brennan for really making the show what it is today in the beginning i mean i worked with a lot of people over the years and it was when that happened that the show really formulated a, a base of people and then
3: she picked me up from the hotel when i came down to audition
2: yeah yeah and then dinah uh she she outgrew the show she got um you know big enough to where she started bugging me and i started bugging her and she needed to go do her own thing and she did and she was very successful at it. She went to Houston, which was a big market, and she took a job over there that our other friend, Ralphie May, had uh, had suggested her for, and it was a hit. She was very successful over there, and uh, we were super proud of her. She was the first person to leave the show that we were happy for her and that we that she had done her own thing, and, um, you know, and then she came back, and she came on the show recently and, and got to reconnect with people, and they enjoyed hearing from her, and then, sadly, we got the news that she was sick, and, uh it is i'm you know being pretty matter-of-fact right now but it is completely awful and terribly sad and i just don't even want to think about it and i don't want to really get into it but i think we owe it to the the listeners to at least pass the information on and, and tell them
3: i do have a question though so you found out you guys talked and she told you
2: no that so that was, i'll tell you what happened okay. she texted my wife because oh, that's right, my right. wife's niece uh, was going through cancer and still is and she went to my wife and didn't tell me, and then my wife almost didn't tell me, and then finally she asked Dinah and she's like, can I tell Mike? And Dina was like, yeah, and I, I couldn't believe that she didn't come to me and tell me, but I can understand why she'd want to talk to my wife.
3: Because she had left her job in radio in Houston. Unrelated. And, and started traveling, but that's... Yeah. When did she know, though? That's what I wonder. So, whether know, she was like, "Hey, I'm going to travel. I'm going to live while I can." No,
2: no. Her father passed away. Oh, okay. And her father left her some money, and she was getting burned out with her job over there. She did. She didn't have. Although it was the show that she's on, the Rod Ryan show is hugely successful in in Texas, and uh, they still are very successful today. And um she just she was like a news person co-host but they also played music and she came from doing this show where you can talk and be creative and do all that stuff and uh she just got burned out of doing that and she quit and she told him i'm leaving and then i think she got some money from her dad where she didn't have to worry about money for a little while and she was like i'm gonna leave go find you know go explore a little bit and then come try and find the new job and and something new to do since there's no real hurry and, uh, and then, you know, she kind of hit me up a couple times. She's like, Hey, I'm trying to get back in now and trying to find a way in. And it's not as easy as I thought, but she wasn't sweating it. You know, she was like, it'll work out. She was doing a podcast and then, um, she hit my wife up. I mean, I gotta tell you what she hit my wife up three months ago, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, she, uh, her and I talked and the talked through text a lot more. And then she had the GoFundMe and we put it up there and I knew the people would help uh, contribute to the GoFundMe, but between here and Houston, the market that she worked in after us, it went well over what uh, they were asking for. And they were asking for a lot of money because she had no insurance and because she had left her job mm-hmm. and her, her medical bills were in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, um, Thankfully, you know, I think that's a good sign. If you're asking for people for money, which you never want to do, but you know you have no choice and you ask for a ridiculous amount of money and you get it, that should be a good sign of how much people loved you. you Right. And at least you got to see that. So So then this is ridiculous. So... I text with her every once in a while, and it's really awkward. She, it's like I don't, I don't even know. We didn't really talk that much after she went to Houston. We stayed in touch, but we didn't really talk. We were not nearly as close as we were when she was here. So now I, it's like, hey, what's going on? You know, I would just send her, hey, how are you feeling? How are you doing? So yesterday I got a message about her that uh, somebody said I heard she's not doing too good, so I shot her a text and I had no idea that she had died. Ugh. And I shot her a text, and I don't know who has that phone or or if anybody has the phone or what. And then I found out a little bit later on, and it was, I. I mean i just i had no idea i mean i had no idea that it had escalated the last thing i heard is that she was fighting it and, it and she was having real positive about it right
3: because so. she just had her birthday and she had a thing on uh instagram about uh yeah. you know b- being at a chemo treatment and fighting it and great doctors and all this and you know that was literally just uh last month yeah you know and then this had it seemed to to go so fast
2: yeah. yeah so i it's it's just absolutely yeah. awful but um you know i know a lot of people here and a lot of people in sarasota because that was where she lived and sure. where she worked and all that they all they all you know know her and i don't know what happens now her mom moved back to arkansas after her uh dad died mm-hmm. her brother who lived in chicago came down here to be with her this whole time as far as i know he was with her uh while she was there and i don't know him so i don't know how to get a hold of him or any of that so i, I really don't know what happens next but that is the uh the situation there and uh I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it a lot more, but I definitely wanted to put it out there and and let people know. Yeah. So now, let's do news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Before we get to news, I want to remind everybody, feed the bay. We are uh, collecting money. Uh, We're not. The Metropolitan Ministries is to help feed people in Tampa Bay. It's all brought to you uh, this morning by Stingray Chevrolet. So if you go to uh, com, you can click on the Metropolitan Ministries Feed the Bay logo, and it'll bring you right to the page. I just did it during the last break. It is simple. You can use PayPal. You can use a credit card, uh, any way that you're used to delivering money these days. You can make a $10 donation. You can donate $25 or more for... Uh, feeding groups of people or you can actually go into a virtual shop and buy food you, can, you want to buy two cases of stuffing you can do that cranberries, juice, sauce, whatever, not juice you can do that all online the same way you would do it at uh, a store and they'll deliver it over there to Metropolitan Ministry. so please uh, explore that. Galvin, news
3: Don't demand news. Like that. I don't like that. If you seen I also <laughs> if
2: you could see me I was appointed I don't know oh, news yeah. like yeah. And action Galvin, news You're like yeah. d- d- dog, sit Galvin. All right, no. let's, start, let's start over. All right. And now, Galvin, who's news brought to us by today?
3: Oh, news oh. is brought to you today by Pelt Shoes. They have their Black Friday deals going on right now, and they're happening all month long. All you have to do is go to peltshoes.com to see the new deals every week. This week's deals, 20% off all Earth Origin shoes or an extra 15% off of all clearance items. Stop into a Pelt's location near you for the perfect fit. Whisper, my name, Galvin. Galvin. Get ten percent off Pell shoes, a perfect fit. Mm. So, of course, the big story from yesterday: streaks of sweat and what appeared to be hair dye ran down the sides of Rudy Giuliani's face during a afternoon uh, news conference that included claims of stolen election and uh, debunked conspiracy theories. The Trump former uh, New, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, former New York City mayor is President Donald Trump's personal lawyer and is handling his election uh, lawsuit, although. Nobody heard what old Rudy Rue was saying because of the hair dye that was running down both sides of his face, making him look like a raving lunatic. <laughs> we have up on Bone TV some video where you see, look at that. Look at it running down his face. Oh, it, it was Wiping gross. it away, and he's talking all crazy and quoting my cousin Vinny. I, I don't know what the hell was going on. And people behind him are like, what is going? Like, does anybody tap him on the shoulder and go, hey, guy, get out of here?
2: Yeah, because here's the problem. Uh, this is a very serious situation. There is, uh, there is possible voter fraud, whether it affects the outcome of the, uh, election or not, doesn't really matter. And everybody on both sides should be concerned for, for the next election, for, uh, the previous elections. If there is voter fraud and somebody is getting to the bottom of it, they should be interested to see what they have to say, and, and we should fix this problem. Now, the fact that it's being delivered to by a, a, a lunatic who's literally melting in front of your <laughs> yeah. face, it's, it makes it kind of hard. And then you're like, well, at least this is the first weird thing he's had to know. He's been in the Boride movie, and he was in front of a porno store the other day by right. accident. So you're, you're, you really lose a lot of credibility when this <laughs> becomes your yours. Your spokesman.
3: I got to tell uh, you, uh, listen, I don't want you to lose any money or anything, but super heat and air should pick up Rudy Giuliani as a sponsor. You're <laughs> absolutely right. They should
2: use that picture of him yeah. melting and go, don't be this guy. No. Yep. I'm with you <laughs> on
3: that. Already I've seen the post where people edited all the, the four seasons thing and this with like Benny Hill music playing the whole time oh, and he's man. talking. <laughs> it's so my, embarrassing. My
2: favorite, though, is the front page of the Daily News uh guliani
3: <laughs> uh, so georgia has finished its statewide audit of the razor-thin presidential race confirming that president-elect joe biden defeated president donald trump that's according to a news release from the secretary of state's office Biden beat Trump by twelve thousand two hundred and eighty four okay. votes, according to the final results from the audit. This is a slight drop for Biden compared to the pre audit results. Officials have uh, said repeatedly that the audit audit confirmed there was no widespread fraud or irregularities in the election. Hmm. no, yeah, you know. so Trump lost Georgia Maybe. again yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah uh it's happening again. Stores in Tampa Bay area are starting to see bare shelves in the toilet paper aisle. Oh, Bears? Uh, no, bare shelves. Roar! Yeah, You walk by and they're like, you got any honey? What's going on? <laughs> uh, so some stores are already limiting customers to two packs of toilet paper per customer. Uh, production facilities have learned a lot since the start of this pandemic. So most of them have been working overtime to make more toilet paper. So people stop panicking. Get your normal toilet paper yeah, don't it hoard it and try and sell it on eBay or yeah. anything like that you, yes. you know you have three people in your house you don't need a uh, 94 pack of toilet yeah. paper I do just w-
1: go in the backyard now and have Joe hose me down what? yeah that's, yeah, the that's a better way, way that, that, outdoor
2: but, bidet and and fans, fertilizer
1: do on, yeah do it on your plants yeah
2: <laughs> is there any reason to believe that toilet paper would be in, in shortage?
3: No. no, no, and especially not now. Like I said, right? I mean they're all working overtime. They're like, hey, last time, you know.
4: But the- that's the problem. After last time, we know it can happen. We know there can be a shortage because people, so. hoard but they, it.
3: but they yeah, weren't but prepared. Why? They're making more now.
2: But I, I just want to know why toilet paper. Like, like I can understand why certain things. Like, hey, look, if there's a, if there's a disease among the cows, there may be a shortage of beef. Like, but where are we getting the? I think toilet paper from?
3: Toilet paper, I think, is because it's a, you don't want to say luxury item, but you if you had to be locked down right now in your house, you probably have enough food. You have water supply from the city, all that type of stuff. If you can't leave your house, that's going to be the thing that probably you would need is toilet paper. You want to make sure you have enough toilet paper. Like
4: you might have, you might be down to your one roll, and then yeah. they're like, you "Stay inside." And now, what are you doing? Then you to paper the towels.
3: Then you <laughs> yeah. go. Do you have any newspapers? Then oh you're using God. your hand, and then you're out Magazines, in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, jump
4: right in the shower. Yeah,
3: but, yeah. I agree but again, with you, there are, that's under the assumption that there would be a national lockdown where you wouldn't be able to leave your house.
4: But that's the problem yeah. with the hoarders yeah. is everyone... Right, well, and I, mean, I, I think
3: people are saying, you know, and wh- whether it happens or not, we don't know, that there seems to be numbers are going up. And if there's a spike that they may say, hey, let's we're back to phase one, you know, or whatever. Yeah,
2: if I, I have to tell you, if there was, if you are to stay in your house, it's more of a reason to be like, well, I'm jumping in the shower and cleaning my book. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, but, but uh... people just are... Listen, I'm more I have toilet paper so I don't care.
1: Yeah. It's just another example of the people just freaking out over nothing and how one social media post or one thing can drive people to remove all the toilet paper. Totally, because you remember
3: yeah. they were like, Oh, it's next pizza, frozen pizza. Yeah. Uh, everybody get it. frozen pizza. Get get your bike. Hurry up, get
1: a bike because yeah. there's not gonna be bikes anymore. Uh, <laughs> the gyms are closed. Everybody buy every single weight that's ever been invented.
3: <laughs> yeah. If it's, if it's steel and heavy, take it. Yeah. Like,
1: what is <laughs> happening
2: with people? I went out and lifted rocks like this. <laughs> oh, I went out, Carmen, I went out and just picked up rocks in the garden. He's the like person. he's like
3: Rocky. He's got a log over his back. <laughs> he's <just laughs> doing all kinds of stuff. I
4: saw yeah. a lot of people make weights out of, like, milk jugs. Sure. And yeah. beans and yeah. rice and stuff like or that. Or
3: buckets. Like, you can use uh, cement yeah. and then just put a bar, a bar across it. It's funny air.
4: you say that, Galvin.
1: That was what I saw most people doing is buying cement from, like, Home Depot yeah. and just filling stuff with cement. I was like, I would have never thought to do that. I
4: saw that these bags and they were like called dumbbell bags and you fill them up with sand yeah that way you yeah. can take them to the beach and stuff i almost bought some but then i was like when am i ever going to use these then one time
2: i saw a kid who uh he got the the milk jugs he filled them up and then he hung them by string oh and these two robbers tried to break into his house and mm-hmm. they swung down and hit him in the head keep and the they and and roller skate. The animal. yeah you yeah. Saw, that I saw that too yeah. <laughs> it's amazing no. uh, that
3: went viral Uh, So Florida is preparing to receive two coronavirus vaccines that could arrive in the state as soon as three weeks from now. That's according to Governor Ron DeSantis. He announced on uh, Twitter Thursday, he said that the state has identified five Florida hospitals, including Tampa General. They'll have the ability to store and distribute millions of doses, possibly by the end of December. DeSantis said they'll be shipped across the country within 24 hours of approval by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, which he expects to happen in the next three to six weeks. Wee. All right. So Florida, so we'll give us the goods. Like to the toilet paper. We give got us the goods. That. We'll all turn into lizard people. Yeah,
1: I would be a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> and Whatever. then our
3: eyes liquefy. <laughs> oh, boy. I shouldn't oh, have no. taken that. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, Mike, you're always talking about you want a free baby. Somebody uh, doesn't want yeah, their baby, yeah. they can bring it to the radio station. bring it to your house and stuff. Yep, I'll well, come uh, to my house. Apparently, this lady doesn't listen to our show. Uh, Florida woman knocked on the door of a Deltona home over the weekend and handed off her baby to a complete stranger, according to deputies. Quick, hold this. Yeah. Uh, It was almost 10.30 p.m., and the resident of the home was asleep when the woman uh, with her three-month-old child and a carrier showed up to the home, rang the doorbell, and handed off the baby. Like, uh, you know, NFL. Just here you go. Take that. Run it for 98 yards. Uh, (laughs) But we have the rest of the story up on Bowen TV. Take a listen to this. It's unbelievable. Here we go. She
0: just pushed the baby in the door and walked away. I don't know her name. I have no idea who she is. Investigators say the suspect is 33-year-old Melissa Kelly, and Kelly was found hours later near some woods in Astor where she lives. The Deltona resident says Kelly told her she could no longer care for the infant and that the baby's father would come for him. Turns out the resident's daughter is dating the baby's father, but the resident didn't know that at first. She came up and just left her baby. I said, you're leaving your baby with me? And she said, yes, it's a you're abandoning your baby. According to the sheriff's report, suspect Kelly was distraught over the breakup with the baby's father. Before the Deltona incident, the suspect allegedly sent text messages, one that read, please don't make me throw this baby in the trash, another where she talked about harming herself with drugs. Deputies say Kelly left the infant in a soiled diaper with an empty baby bottle and a half can of formula and warned the resident the baby had scabies. Wow. Oh. Kelly was ultimately charged with child neglect and child desertion. The baby taken to the hospital and placed in DCF custody.
3: So the woman who answered the door at night had no idea who this lady was, and she's like, Here, take the baby and she's like, What are you what are you talking about? And took the baby because yeah. she's a normal human being. But apparently it turns out her daughter was dating the baby's father. Right. Oh. And that yeah, so that was the whole story. I'll still
2: there. take that baby.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's got scabies. You got it. I'll
2: just, I'll, I'll use the bathroom, the toilet scrubber on, and I'll get the babies. babies scabies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> baby babe, scabies. <laughs> I, I, um, I saw, I see so many babies out in my travels during the day. I thought about snatching. No, I'm just kidding. i no. wave to them all the time and That's they don't. Some wave back. Some ignoring. my wife always goes, that baby doesn't want to talk to you. No.
1: <laughs> you never know.
2: Yeah. You know, sometimes the baby it looks at me be, yeah. and is like, hi. I was walking the other day and the little kid looked at me and he goes, hi. I go, what's up, buddy? And he's like, how you doing? And I go, hi. I'm pretty good. And then, had, the, and then the mother just stares at us like, do they know each other? Right.
3: <laughs> I've had a couple babies uh, look at me like in the grocery store and they look at me and smile and I go, don't look at me,
2: baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let him. You gotta let him know right up front.
3: Yeah, I, I, I tell him. I go. You have burnt your eyes.
1: Uh-huh.
4: I had a mom hand me her baby one time because he was like so just hypnotized by me. He just would not stop staring at me. And she uh. and we we were getting like food, and she needed to go pick up her order. And he, she was like, "Would you mind?" And she just hands me her baby.
2: That's odd. To yeah. go
4: inside, and then I'm just holding the baby like. I don't know what to do. You know what you do they
2: whenever, run.
3: whenever somebody yeah. goes, whenever somebody goes to hand you a baby, say no thanks, I'm vegetarian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Works uh, all the time. That was a uh, meme. It was. A meme. All, although, although I have to tell you, after all the whole thing we talked about with Chrissy Teigen and all that, I would take a bite. That baby may oh be delicious. If people are cannibalizing yeah. babies. There's got to be a reason. If Brad Pitt's going to eat a baby, I want to know why he's doing it.
3: (laughs) Right, yeah. Like, how good's a baby?
2: Yeah, I mean, we don't know unless we try it.
3: Uh, By the way, 10 minutes away from your first shot at uh, $1,000 for the keyword. That'll be coming up. Everybody make sure you remind me. (laughs) Uh, Sticking with moms, a mom is demanding that a babysitter pay $300 in emotional support compensation for doing what to her kid? What did this babysitter do to the kid that this lady wants $300 in emotional support? 300
2: Yeah. I was going to say she diddled herself in front of oh. the kid. No,
1: no. She made the kid kneel on uh, uncooked rice. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah. yeah that's, she no, that's was.
2: Another. You guys are pussies if you can't
3: handle that. <laughs> <laughs> she was making a duke with the door open. No, no, that wasn't <laughs> it. Uh, for feeding McNuggets to her vegan kid.
1: Oh. Not cool, bro. Not cool. Not cool. But what if the kid was only vegan because the mom made it vegan? It is. It It is. 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 Just like
3: your cat's not a vegetarian. Stop it. Cats eat
1: meat. (laughs) Right? Yeah,
3: they're animals. They eat meat. Stop doing that. Your cat's going to grow to be weird and die. (laughs) But you know those nuggets tasted so damn good for that little kid. Oh, they're the the best. The kid is hooked now. It's hanging out in the parking lot of McDonald's like, yo, what's up? Can you give me some nuggets? (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Moose and I, you know we used to go to all the shows at the Rocket Club? Uh-huh. And somebody just posted a video from 12 1891 mm. of Bang Tango at the Rocket oh, Club. Oh, Bang Tango. And I know for a fact that Moose and I were at that show. Yeah. So I'm trying to find us in the crowd now <laughs> as we're doing news. I like it. Oh, I am so afraid to see this. Me, <laughs> oh yeah. Me and Mo- this the guy at Bang Tango yelled at me during the show. Why? Because I didn't really care to see them. And we were in the front uh, by the big stack of speakers. And I was off, like, kind of to the side. And I was leaning on the speakers with my arm, just like this. And this guy gets in the front of me and goes, Let me tell you something, people. We come out here to rock and roll and make it. We want you guys to be excited. Gonna, I don't need you just leaning up against the wall. He, like, <laughs> imitated me. And uh, I just looked at him on my arm and I was like, uh, Yeah, <laughs> but I, I got to find that. That'd be hard. I mean, I still remember that to this day. <laughs> I remember when we did that gig in Sarasota, uh, Galvin. Oh yeah, and that and Bang Tango was there. and right. I wanted to be. I wanted to interview that guy and be like, you know, you yelled at me one time, <laughs> but uh, that guy wasn't worth interviewing.
3: And we got in a fight with the eighth guitar player from Bang Tango. Yeah, remember, Do you remember he that? Was, yeah, you no, know, it to... wasn't
2: Bang Tango. It was the it was um it was the one uh, that Mark Torian sang in. Then not not Van Halen. Oh man, what was the name of that band?
3: Oh, you uh, Smooth Apinya. Yeah, yeah, uh, that yeah. band. What? Uh, Who were they? Oh, my God. So many people are yelling (sighs) at the radio right now. Moose is yelling at the radio
2: right now. Bullet Boys? Bullet Boys. So he comes in. Do you remember how it started? Not exactly. So Galvin and I, who were significantly skinnier back then, Mm -hmm. were sitting at a table backstage and there was a fruit plate in front of us. And this long-haired dirtbag comes out and he goes, let's face it, guys. Nobody's going to believe you're eating fruit. And I go, oh, Hello. funny guy, huh? And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's like, I'm the guitarist for Bangtan, for for uh, Bullet Boys. And we're like, uh, mm, no, you're not. We're yeah. like, this guy's the guitarist for the Bullet Boys. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm the. I, and I go, you never played on any of the albums, right? You're not on the hits. You're guy. not. Yeah. So you're the <laughs> you're the guy playing this yard party today that we're in, right? And he's like. Well, what do you guys do? And we go, We're the radio station that's never going to play the Bullet Boys again because of you. And uh, he was like, Well, blah, blah. We're like, Later, dickhead. Yeah. You're you know, not getting here. any residuals,
3: guy. You're mm-hmm. playing now yeah. where you're getting
2: you, $100. You always say you made 150 bucks today.
3: And a fruit plate that I just fingered. Yeah,
1: that, that guy <laughs> left does? that conversation oh, going, are, This did not go the way I
2: thought. Yeah, it would. who are we? Uh, we're the radio guys that are already being compensated, and we just made more than you did because our cover band played before you. Yeah. Jerk off. Idiot! Idiot. Mm-hmm. Idiot. <laughs> Cal- hey, listen. We wow. will oh. not. We can answer any question in the world between all of our brains, mm-hmm. and uh, we will always hold a grudge. Yeah. We'll never forgive you because we remember everything. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh,
3: I got a little hot or not for you guys. Girl. A PE teacher has been banned from the classroom indefinitely. Oh. After she got drunk and flashed her breasts during a photograph yeah. with students at a school prom. <laughs> Catherine Lake, she is 44 years old. She faced complaints over inappropriate behavior with pupils at a prom in uh, England. It was Reepham High School over in England. Uh, Mrs. Lake, who is married, was the head of PE at the school from 2008 up until she got fired for showing her boobies to kids. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, my uh, grade school first gym teacher was Miss Police in the first and second grade.
3: You had a female PE teacher? Uh, yeah, and she was That's like 65 awesome. years oh.
2: old, and she used to make us do calisthenics uh-huh. and play basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she was also my mother's... Uh, uh, gym teacher when my mother went to the oh, school. Oh, mama. Right. And she just basically, they, but, that, but that was check in, everybody here. Okay, let's do some jumping jacks and I'll just go play. You know what right, right? like i nice. She was yeah. just a teacher. Then, Miss Mayo came in and she was my first hands-on experience with a lesbian. She was um, uh, probably in her in her late 30s, early 40s, full-on square-headed butch. Uh-huh. And she made us play hardcore games. We were playing dodgeball. We were playing uh, volleyball. She was a real athletic gym teacher, and then um, she uh, sometime in seventh grade switched from me may- being volleyball, dodgeball teacher to then made us dance and taught oh. us ballroom dancing. Hell
1: yeah. And she made us Class dance. it up a little bit. To the, t-
2: to the tide is high, which I got to ex- uh, t- express that to Blondie when we had her on the show about how yeah. much the tide is high has scarred me for life because they paired us up by girls that were the same height, and being that I was always tall, I had to dance with all the fat girls: Kelly Griswold, <laughs> Cara Polino. Yeah, it was gross. And then I had to, I had to dance close with them when I'm, you know, just getting biz owners for the first time. And I had to dance at the tightest high with ugly um, uh, Ke- Kelly Griswold.
1: Oh yeah. Oh oh, oh Somebody falling over? No, we. Uh, yes, he definitely fell over. No, he's got a oh, guard call. gate. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: All right. Oh, Sorry, I had to let Fitzsimmons in.
3: You have no idea how
2: thunderous that is.
3: No.
4: <laughs>
2: can you guys take your headphones on and off? Sorry, I had to do it quick and yeah, yeah. to Spanish at the same time. Yeah. All
3: right. Uh, so it's a PE teacher from England. She's married. Uh, she's forty-four years old. Got drunk, flashed her boobs at the prom. Mike Helt, I ask you, hot or not?
2: I say hot.
3: You say hot. Yeah, Spanish. Let Spanish
2: answer now, so he can go get Fitzsimmons. Yeah,
3: Spanish, hot or not? Uh, I also say hot. Okay, Gio, what do you think?
2: I say no way, troll,
3: troll. Carmen,
4: you know, I've never really met a hot gym teacher. That's a girl, right? Not hot.
2: Not hot. Uh, hot. G- I say hot.
3: Joe, please show the picture and of anyway, a before PE you teacher. show it. Oh,
2: before okay. you show it, just oh, think about it. In order for her to be a PE teacher now, and for the last eight years, she's got to have a uh, a degree. She's got to She's got to be, you know, like a physical. What do they call that? Therapy. Trainer, not (laughs) a therapist. She's got to be in good shape. I say hot. I want to reinforce my hot.
3: All right, reinforcing. And Joe, go ahead and show the picture, please.
2: So not ugly. Not hot,
3: but not a monster. Definitely
2: a definitely a gym teacher.
3: Yeah. And also, though, think about it if you're in high school and she shows your boobs, you're like, oh hot for a boob shower for sure. Show me them boobies. Let's play some uh, tetherball. You know what I mean? Oh. I'll slap
4: him, slap, him,
3: slap him around a little bit. I got a pole right here. We can slap him. Uh, just a minute away.
2: What, your first I'll tell you what, Galvin. After you play that, yeah. Why don't we take a break? Okay. Uh, we'll bring Greg, Greg Fitzsimmons in, and then when he's done, we'll finish news throughout the morning.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Let's there's, make it easy. I gotta be honest with you.
2: Not a lot of interesting right. stuff. We, so, got,
3: we got to Giuliani. That was the big story from the other day. So that's fine.
2: And uh, we. So Galvin asked off the air. Uh, oh no, you were no, on the air about on six and nine. Yeah. yeah. So we may try to do six and nine in, in the nine o'clock hour. We'll I see. don't believe you. No. Well, I'm not. I'm not opposed. I have. I'm not opposed to doing them live. So, like, just take it on a whim. Okay. Yeah, I think what it'll if be equally do, as awful.
3: What if we do three at nine?
2: <laughs> we can try that as well. Why don't we just try it and see how far we get through it? Okay. Do you want to give it to Greg so he can take a look at no. it? And, no. No.
4: <laughs> Why? I do
2: not. You, you I feel... don't. We'll talk to him about it when he's here.
3: Okay. Because. Otherwise, he's just going to. I mean, he's going to join in. You know, he's going to join in. No, he's going to be gone by then.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to get rid of him. (laughs) You're out of here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We'll play it by ear and we'll see what the deal is. All
3: right, here we go. First keyword right now.
2: All right. Give me the money! This hour's bone bonus keyword is. Box. Text. Box to 70123 before 15 minutes past the top of the hour and And go go get get your your 1000 bucks. bucks. Powered by Suncoast Credit Union.
3: There you go. Good luck everybody and be listening. 10 o'clock's your next next chance.
2: Your mom's box Mm -hmm. is happening right Mm -hmm. now. Uh, Stingray Chevrolet was nice enough to sponsor uh, our our uh, virtual food drive that we're doing for metropolitan ministries right now if you go to com, you can get all that information and make your donation hopefully i don't know how often they're able to count it and when we can get uh, some progress on see where we're at but i know thanks to stingray chevrolet we have five thousand dollars thanks to team borum uh jeff borum at team borum keller williams we have another thousand i know that uh thanks to bob murray we have another thousand uh, I know that the Mike Heltis show uh, made a donation, and I know that uh, you know our listeners are always out there to help. So I would imagine we're doing very well, but we need to keep it going. It's going to last all day, all through this show, to Roger and JP, through Drew all the way uh, to this evening and uh, we're looking to raise you know somewhere in the $200,000 area as well as to shop and buy food for these folks so that they have food for the holiday season and beyond. Uh, we will take a break. When we come back, our old friend the very funny Greg Fitzsimmons in the studio with us for the first time in a while. I mean, He was here last year, but I wasn't. I know. And now he has to come back and walk through my disgusting garage to get here. Mm-hmm. Our life is just poor things for Greg. You're just going downhill. It's a Mike Caldas show. It's one of-
1: Waiting on a tax oh. return. For-